The sight of the dead man stretched out on her couch stopped Dr. Charlotte Stone in her tracks. Except for the flickering glow of the TV, the house was dark. But his big body sprawled across the pale, natural linen upholstery was impossible to miss. Freezing in place just inside the threshold of her living room, Charlie fought desperately to get a grip. Lying on his back with his head resting on one of the couch's thickly padded arms, eyes closed and arms folded across his wide chest, he could almost have been asleep. But she knew better. He was beyond sleep now. The sudden tightness in her chest as she looked at him made it difficult to breathe. Her heart pounded. Her pulse raced. She was swallowing hard, working on corralling her runaway emotions and whipping them into some kind of acceptable shape when he opened his eyes and looked at her. Even seen by TV light, those sky-blue eyes of his were enough to make any unsuspecting woman go weak at the knees. Luckily, she had experienced their power before. Plus, she knew what he was, what he was capable of. But the sad fact was, she was a sucker for him anyway. He smiled at her. It wasn't a particularly nice smile. Didn't matter. Her stomach still fluttered. Idiot. So, how's that whole moving on thing working out for you, Doc? He drawled. The hint of acidity in Michael Garland's honey-dipped voice didn't stop the warm rush of, let's call it relief, that had started flooding her veins the second she'd laid eyes on him. She absolutely should not have been so glad to see him. In fact, she should not have been glad to see him at all. But where he and she were concerned, should had flown out the window a while back. Fine. Charlie's answer was as cool and untroubled as she wasn't feeling. Regaining her power of movement, she hit the wall switch that turned on the lamps on either side of the couch. Then she walked across the polished wood floor to the bleached oak coffee table, picked up the remote, and turned the TV off, ending the deafening blast of the sports channel he had been watching. Cranked to an almost painful loudness, the sound was what had brought Charlie rushing in from the porch a couple of moments before, and what had broken up the more than friendly good night that she'd been exchanging at her front door with Tony Bartoli the handsome FBI agent whom Garland thought she was moving on to. Garland had clearly seen her kissing Tony, and he just as clearly hadn't liked it. What his jibe meant was that he thought she was moving on to Tony from him. Not that she and Garland had the kind of relationship that she could move on from exactly, but, well, it was complicated. The short version was, she was a psychiatrist who studied serial killers. Garland was a convicted serial killer, and as an inmate at Wallens Ridge State Prison, where she was conducting her latest government-sponsored study, her former research subject. That association had ended with his death. This was the part that bore repeating. 
Michael Garland was absolutely, positively, no coming back from it, dead. As in, what she was looking at and talking to was his ghost. See, she had the unfortunate ability to see ghosts. Oh, not all ghosts, only the recently violently departed, who, confused about what had happened to them, sometimes lingered for a short period on Earth after their passing. Garland had been murdered eleven days before, shanked by one of his fellow inmates. Charlie had tried to save his life to no avail. In classic no-good-deed-goes-unpunished style, his ghost had attached itself to her at the moment of his passing to torment and harass, among other things, her until he should finally pass on to the great beyond which in typically irritating fashion, he was resisting. Usually the ghost she could see lingered for no more than a week. By that yardstick, Garland was already well past his sell-by date. Which was one reason she had been so glad, strike that, so surprised to see him. She had last set eyes on him some four days before, when he had saved her life. Since then, she had been afraid, strike that too, increasingly convinced that she would never see him again.